Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. Or was I supposed to act that out? Hello and welcome everyone. Step into the China shop. We've got a flash sale month in review. Everything from May must go to get it out of here. It's already been all smashed. But uh, <laughs> as it goes out, we're, we're, we're going to go over what it used to be before we smashed it up. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me as always is Kyle, creator of financialineptitude.com. Kyle's celebrating a big promotion today. He's the new lead demolition sexpert here in the China shop. How are you doing today, Kyle? Feeling great. Smashing it. <laughs> Smashing it. <laughs> That's what a sexpert does. Yeah. <laughs> Come on into the shop with us today. Oh, I'm so excited. We've got a big, May's been such a big bump uh, for us here. We've had some great interviews. Definitely had some great happenings in the market <laughs> with uh what's that stock kyle everybody's talking about it we oh, made a bunch man. of money off of it it's uh virgin galactic yes <laughs> oh well shit no that's the one you made money off oh Damn. yeah 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 <laughs> anyway yeah we're just so glad you're here uh if you found your way here and this is your first time in the shop you probably don't want to start here uh we've got some beginning ep- trading episodes that you can give a listen we'll have some links in the episode description which is and it's funny one one of the guests we're going to go over dr hans is uh, one of the episodes we recommend that you might like to listen to to get a, an introduction mm-hmm. into the into the market and and the shop uh and as always uh you can find us on our discord server Kyle and i are on there every day it's really just an awesome place to be and and if you do join that server make sure to send us a private message or email with your mailing address so we can send you a smash it yourself mug straight from the shop we're just glad everybody's here uh we're glad we made it through another month successful we didn't crash out our portfolios you say we we yeah was i ever in danger no no just just me just me uh the royal i think there's only only one of us that likes to go 100 percent in something yeah well you know Courage of my convictions. I'm not a coward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only a coward when it comes to joining the military. Right. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. That's right. <laughs> yes. We are recording this on Monday. So, Kyle, we, we started off the month. Our first interview was with, as I mentioned in the, in the introduction, Dr. Hans, the investing tutor. Didn't he just have like the perfect voice for podcasting? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like music, sweet uh, music. (laughs) I found myself just getting lost in his words. I don't even, half the time, I'm not even sure I understand. I had to listen to the episode again to hear what he actually said. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I listened to it to fall asleep at night, so I feel comforted and safe with this melodic voice. He's going to be asleep. Uh, Yeah, and the guy has so much information and knowledge. He's really somebody who, uh, when, when he came across investing, just dove in. Full heart, full mind. The guy read the entire SEC rule book. Yeah. Who does I mean, that? That's, that's dedication. You got to really, yeah. really be into it. Let me tell you. <laughs> I've tried to read some of those filings and goddamn, those things are boring. 
<laughs> right? I'm no lawyer. Like, I can't even make heads or tails of half of the sentences. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that's something good, right? <laughs> right? What does it mean he disposed of? What is yeah, that? Right. <laughs> oh, shit. The stock price is, bu- is dropping. Maybe it was bad. I guess it was bad. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I, one of the big things that I... Uh, that I took away from Dr. Hans was he, he, I feel like he did a good job of really illustrating uh, how economies on a mass scale uh, are, are affected by things like inflation and the turning of, of market trends. Like we, we, we did see a big shift out of tech stocks through the beginning of the year. I was very unhappy to hear him explain why my home value prices have gone up so high. I'm like, damn it. He's right. <laughs> what was the line he said? Everybody's home values are going up 20, 30%, but nobody stopped me to ask the question why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, don't say that, Dr. Hans. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Just let it be a good thing. Just let it be a good thing. Inflation has nothing to do with it. It's not a sign right. of any bad things on the horizon. <laughs> um, the other thing that I think he did a fantastic job of it was actually explaining like where some of the value of crypto comes from. And we didn't spend nearly as much time with them on that as we could have. Like, we'll probably have to get them back to to maybe just do a whole new crypto with them. Yeah. Just a whole dedicated segment. Yeah. But yeah, explaining like the, the cost of like the actual mining of it is something that should be intrinsic in the value of it made a whole lot more sense to me. Right. And why the value of Bitcoin has gone up is because the mm-hmm. amount of electricity it's using. As the amount, because the the setup of Bitcoin is a limited supply, so as the right. years go on, they keep shrinking the amount of Bitcoin you get from a new mining operation, and that pushes the price up because of the intrinsic value of the energy used to mine a Bitcoin. Right. I got through that sentence. Yes. Then <laughs> it made sense. <laughs> well, and I was also interested to learn that Ethereum is like the platform of a lot of electronic transactions now, and that also has a, a, a value. Well, I signed up for Coinbase um, this last month. I was going to talk a little bit about that, too, uh, to kind of finally dip my toes into the waters. Uh, we, we can talk a little bit more about that after we get through the guest reviews here. But I was kind of surprised to see how many of these other cryptos seem to rely on Ethereum. Mm, yeah. I don't know if you've spent any time on there. There's uh, a feature on there where you can just like watch a couple short videos and earn like two, three bucks of whatever that crypto the the video is like no that that feature is only available to you because i started my account uh last year oh well they put new ones up every now and then so i did on your recommendation i opened it up and i logged in and i could find zero places that that let me do that the only thing it'll Hmm. give me rewards for is signing up new users okay wait did you did you deposit any money before they started letting you do that um yes i did okay well i don't know if it was there before i deposited anything Maybe maybe that'll be the 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 thing that that opens it up for me because I haven't put any money. Oh, that's in. possible. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did not like about it, I guess I might as well just finish the review of Coinbase while we're talking about it. <laughs> well, it's relevant. <laughs> yeah. The, one thing I did not like, and I think we kind of talked a little bit about it with Vico or the next guest in the month mm-hmm. to talk about. Uh, <laughs> just jumping all over the fucking place. Yeah. Here. Right. Wow. Uh, all over the map. The the fees on Coinbase are outrageous. <laughs> yes. To buy like $200 worth of, uh, I think about a couple hundred bucks worth of Cardano. And then uh, Mana was the other one. Like it was like $9 transaction fee. I'm like, God damn, that's like 5% of my investment right there. Yeah, that's like broker trading in the 80s. It's going right? to cost you. <laughs> and the other thing is I think that scales up the more because when I did a I did a smaller amount into Mana, 
and the fee looked like it was a percentage. Like it looks like it's a set percentage that they're going to charge. So if you try to sell them one Bitcoin, it's probably going to be thousands of dollars. Yeah. The number I was quoted a couple of weeks ago, somebody said it was a thousand dollars to buy a Bitcoin or, and then a thousand dollars to sell a, a full Bitcoin. Right. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Probably not the best platform to trade on there. I did like the, the ability to earn free shit on there, but. I don't know, for a couple hundred bucks, it seemed like it was worth just kind of dipping my toes into the water with it. Right. You're right. Good introduction. Yeah. Good place. To... Does Coinbase allow you to have a, a your own wallet? Is it a hot wallet? Yeah, you actually own the uh, the coins. Okay. Okay. That's probably why they cause, charge you the, the higher percentage. That could be, yeah. Anyway, so and, but Dr. Hans did illuminate a good deal of crypto. We should get him back on here to, to really explain the nitty gritty. It's really, really interesting that uh, they all seem to be Ethereum based. Not they all, but a lot. Of them. One other quick thought on Coinbase. Might actually be a good stock to invest in if they're making that much money off of transaction fees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good profit model right there. Yeah. there's a, Didn't they just IPO? Yep. I think the price is kind of depressed too, so it might be a good time to jump in there and grab some. I think uh, that might be one of those ones Kathy Woods has been scooping up. Oh, yeah, the, the lady that sold Virgin Galactic before it spiked. Yep. <laughs> lady who made 20% year over year, I think, or some ridiculous Yeah, I know. She's, yeah. She's, you can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coinbase IPO'd up around 325 It's currently 236 So I'd watch that... Uh, that bear trend and watch it to turn around and then move into Coinbase. If I was mm-hmm. looking to, to move into Coinbase, I'd want to I'd want to see it break that pattern of lower lows and lower highs. Right, right. Um, but I, I definitely think this is a company that uh, could could start paying dividends a lot quicker than Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything more about Dr. Hans? Yeah, fucking loved him. Really knowledgeable. The depth of his mm-hmm. knowledge and, and his passion is really high. He does have that website, theinvestingtutor.com, and he will, that's what he does. He's a investing tutor. So um, it's not a good episode to start, to, to, to sink your teeth into to get an introduction. But uh, if you like that one-on-one, if you if that's for you and you thrive off that kind of learning style, oh man, uh, you'd be mm-hmm. hard-pressed to find a better guy than Dr. Han. Yep, hundred percent. So, who is our uh, who is our next guest? Our next guest was Vico from Trade Pro Academy. Victorio Stefanov. 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 Yeah, but I like calling Thank him you. Vico because it's it's that's his Twitter handle. That, that shortened. It's it's sleek and cool. It's like ooh, yeah, kind of makes you feel like you're dealing with some kind of mafia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very close to Vito. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> put the clamps on him. <laughs> give him the clamps. <laughs> Maybe you should give him the clamps. Oh, this thing that I do every time you see me. No, anyway, <laughs> I like Futurama. Uh, that you right. know, I, I can't speak highly enough about the the people over Trade Pro. Uh, they they're so so amazing, and having him on the show was was not only a really fun time, but we we covered a lot of great great content with with vico he's like mm-hmm. an options guru if, uh, if you're on twitter you should definitely give vico a follow because he posts mm-hmm. his uh his his trades or his ideas every day and then updates them at the end of the day so if you're into into trying to make day trades or swing trades he's he's a really good resource to follow and he uh he set you up too didn't he dan oh he did he did uh and and that's only 10% of the reason why I, I love Vico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, they he when they went ahead and uh, gave me two months of the Trey Pro Academy. There's no way I'll be able to get through it all. So it, it's probably not as much a gift as you think because I'm going to be subscribing here pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give you give you a taste to get you hooked, baby. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, already in the in the foundations course, just it just had, hearing them talk about the the trend lines and the the the, the cycles of technology. Uh, of technical analysis because so they're not mm-hmm. really worried about the fundamentals of the company you know that appeals to me like like right. Dar- darvis style darvis was a technical guy like and and believe it or not there is some overlap as i'm as i'm watching i'm like oh god what darvis would call a box they call consolidation mm-hmm. right like okay like literally oh, yeah okay yeah these two these two like the knowledge from one is confirming the other i'm like holy shit this really is this is really is how to look and identify trends and identify right. how to trade the trends to your profit. Uh, there, you know, there's no surefire thing, but if mm-hmm. you want to, if you want the odds in your favor, <laughs> this, <laughs> uh, the, you know, this is the pattern pricing patterns and, and the cycles, you know, you've got anyway, uh, they, they lay it all out. They walk it, walk you through it, uh, step by step. And it, and it really, and it's, I don't think they're keeping it secret because if you go back and listen to our episode, what what was the kind of things uh, Vico was saying? He was saying, "Oh, I'm an options trader. I look for for the pivot points. Well, what's a right, pivot right. point? That's 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 going to be the the point where it lets him know if the trend is confirmed or denied. Right, right. Uh, yeah, he looks for those moments, and then he moves in on the new trend or or on the continued trend, mm-hmm. and and just having it all laid out so clear." Yeah, it's magic. I love I love the trade pro stuff. I'm going I'm moving through it. Uh I'm I'm really enjoying it and I think it's making me in a immensely better trader. So Vico also gave us a uh introduction to someone coming up next month that's going to be guesting Sarah Glass, uh who's also with Trade Pro Academy. She's an institutionally trained order flow expert. Because uh, we did ask him some questions about order flow. He recommended we we sit down with her. So we're looking forward to to that. Right. Um, the other thing that we've been kind of tossing around because I wanted to have Richard back on this month, but then I realized I didn't make enough progress <laughs> to really justify bringing him on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we need to bring Vico back as you make some more progress with the the Trade Pro Academy to kind of just do a recap with him. Yes. Oh, I'd really love to. Since you're doing that one and I'm doing the, the Mind Muscles Academy, mm-hmm. probably just what we can do is just record. 20 minutes you with Vico and then 20 minutes me with Richard. And then we can just kind of add them to when we do our June review. Oh, that sounds like it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Vico, it's a great episode. Uh, talks about his option strategies and the indicators he uses. And he's not just a day trader too, which is interesting. If you follow him on Twitter, he'll give you some long ideas too. Yeah. Sees a stock that's got some long term trend reversals going on. Then he'll give you a, a, a target uh, gain point and then like, hey, this might be a good time. Uh, cut losses if it drops below this. But right. if it doesn't, could run up to here. He has some great morning tweets where he goes and he looks at, at the market the day before and the aftermarket. Mm-hmm. And yep. he sets he sets his levels, his trend lines. Yep. And he sets his price levels, his resistance levels, his support levels, and then he tweets them out. He's like, "Yep, this is I was looking at it all morning. Here's what I came up with." Yep. Obviously, the Trade Pro Academy teaches you how to find them yourself and how what to do with them. But uh, that info, all on its own, that's really valuable. Right. Like, yeah. You know, this is the guy that makes a living doing this. Like this is how he feeds his family, and he feeds it well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does quite well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. And then uh, we we didn't really have anybody else, though, did we? 
No, I think we cleared the schedule to do a, a AMC special. AMC special. Yeah, that was the other stock that was wow. doing pretty well this month. Hey, you know, you know, um, I seem to recall uh, picking AMC for a bet. Yeah. Um, you know, I partied pretty hard last night, so I don't really remember what happened with that bet. Could you remind me, Kyle? I don't remember. I had a you lot of fireball last yeah. night. I don't remember much right now. Night. Oh, that's right. I get to give you some bet consequences. I know we're about to talk about AMC, but I want to just spring it on you. <sighs> I thought you forgot about it. Damn it. (laughs) Kyle lost the bet because I picked AMC. And as we did the special, like AMC, when we recorded the special, it was at 19 and it ended the week at 26. So Mm -hmm. I took the lead away from random and smashed it handily. And now Kyle, you're going to, you'll, I'll give you the, the choice right now, and then you can decide at the end of the episode. We'll go back to talking about the AMC special. Oh, you're such a dick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna make you sweat. Okay, so you get to choose. You've got you've got two things to choose from because that's what you did to me. <laughs> so you can either take things out of your closet and garage and fill up the back seat of your car and leave it there for a month. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and I want photos. I want photos that that back seat is completely full of stuff. It doesn't have to be trash. It can just it just could be whatever you got. Uh, you know, I started making a list of the things that I used to carry around with me, but then I was like, no, 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 Kyle can choose his own junk to put in the car. Uh, but yeah, yeah that, that has is- to be completely full. <laughs> yeah, you can't use your trunk for anything. Not trunk, uh, your backseat. Yeah, it has to be, I mean, not to the top, like where it's dangerous and shit's flying around, but it has to be full enough to where, like, if, if you needed to use your backseat, you'd have to clean your car. <laughs> yeah, and I want oh pictures. Oh my God, such a dick. The whole month. <laughs> But, well, I could be a dick. You don't know. We've got door number two. I haven't even gotten there. What is number two? Door number two. um, You know, and because because I had a whole month of stuff, I had to I had to try and and balance it. So Mm -hmm. number two is uh, once a week, you have to watch an episode of Jersey Shore in in order. You have to start with season one, episode one and and watch four of them. Oh, that's even worse than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to, oh, God damn it. <laughs> and to prove that you watched them, uh, uh, the only thing I could come up with is you have to live stream your face as you're watching. I don't know. I don't know. But I definitely want some sort of verification that you actually watched them. I was also thinking maybe you could, uh, I don't know, give me a brief synopsis of every episode <laughs> uh, each week on the show. It has to be in order. I can't just pick and choose. Nope. Has to be in order. You have to live the agony. And it has to be Jersey Shore. Yeah, that's the one I picked. I was, <laughs> I was going Ugh. through. I part of me wanted to do My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. <laughs> then, then I watched the trailers and I was like, no, that's that's actually got story and plot and like there's there's something to watch there. You might not like kids shows but it's a well-crafted show no i need right. to get i need to pick a poorly crafted show that will really torture him see i thought you were gonna go the superhero route because i've been pretty vocal about my disdain for mm. comic book shows and movies mm. but jersey shore is so much worse I think. <laughs> oh yeah no you I, I told you i was driving jen nuts yesterday with like no i need to find the perfect one jen i was looking up most boring documentaries uh yeah yeah, I had I had real fun with it, but 
Jersey Shore to me is the perfect. So you've got a choice. I actually love documentaries. That would not have been bad. I would have taken that in a heartbeat. Yeah, right. They were like <laughs> Ken Burns Civil War. It was like, no, that's not gonna. <laughs> that's no punishment. Yes. Oh, that'd be amazing. What? What is that one? Let me write that down. <laughs> Let me write that down. <laughs> like six hours of Ken Burns reading Civil War letters and looking at Civil War photos. Like, no, he'll oh, like that a, too much. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of clear out the, my next weekend. Yeah, I found a documentary that's just uh, ten hours of paint drying, but that's 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 cruel <laughs> and unusual. Is that uh, real? Yeah, some guy did it as an art piece. Ten hours of paint drying—it's it's just ridiculously dumb, awful. <laughs> I don't know all the names of the people on the Jersey Shore, but I'm hoping that you pick that one so you will know all the names of the people on the Jersey Shore. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, maybe maybe like a chart with uh, friendships and, uh, and enemies. <laughs> who's back? A nice Venn diagram. Yeah, <laughs> a Venn diagram of who slept with who. Yeah, and who there you go. Who, and then where they overlap. <laughs> that might actually make it kind of fun to get through oh, a little bit of a, a graphing project. <laughs> all right, all right. So Kyle's Kyle's going to have to think on that to give us uh, his his he has to choose his poison at the end of the show. But until then, yeah, I was going to say I kind of like the. I like the symmetry of the the trashing my interior of my car. <laughs> and I got to form a habit. You got to get used to it and love the it. Problem, the problem is, I'm assuming it has to be the car I'm driving. Like, I can't drive a car unless it's full. Because the wife has a car. I usually take the wife's car to work. Yeah, but uh, I can't punish Laura. Well, what's, can you, you, what's wrong with you taking your car to work? Uh, it just costs more than gas. My car's got a fucking six liter V8. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll cover the extra gas. You just take your car to work. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, well, what's the, what I, the worst that happens? I just have to send you thirty bucks. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Well, yeah. Think on that. Because it would have to be your car. I'm not going to punish Laura. Yeah, um, yeah. But if you two are going somewhere, like obviously you could take Laura's car. That's, that's she'll not. have to drive. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Anyway. Back to AMC movie theaters. The whole AMC was in a deep red state. Then nearly 14 trillion bucks ago, inflation started. Wait, the stocks began to moon. The institutions joined in too. Robin Hood disabled tools. They screwed us all. They fucked up everything. Mad science, ADD, unraveling the mysteries. That all started with a roaring cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just actually went out and saw a movie last night. Uh, which one? Cruella. Mm-hmm. Got some some Twitter love. Posted my picture at the theater I, for the first time. I went nice. to the, the AMC Prime seats because you know I was talking about those D box seats they got in the Cinemark theaters that rumble. Right, right. Apparently AMC's doing their thing where uh, it's not as intense. Like you don't get the seat movement, mm-hmm. but you do have the full vibrations that are like tied into the bass on the soundtrack. Right. Uh, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty sweet. Like huh. fully reclined. I, 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 I even, I even joined their, their, their rewards program. They give you like three, three movies a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And the cost of joining the program with my first ticket and my first combo popcorn, like it was even. Cause I actually, I actually uh-huh. did, did it both ways in the app to, so I could see 
So I already, yeah, I already, it didn't cost me anything extra. It's just, I have to go mm-hmm. to the movies at least once a month to make, make, to pay for itself. Which you tend to do anyway. Yeah, that's a deal. Uh, normally I get the Cinemark one, but now I'm, I'm in AMC stock. So why not go yeah. uh, support the company that I have a little piece of? There can be only one, Dan. There can be only one. <laughs> but anyway, that enough fluff. Their 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 price is moving handily this week. The short increases have been increasing since we short interest. Sorry, yeah, the short interest has been increasing since we did our special. Not decreasing. They are yep. not backing down. The bear trap is on. <laughs> it's in full force. It's only getting worse. <laughs> That's why I ended up all in. Like I literally right now, everything's AMC and then some insurance. I did buy, I bought, I bought a few puts as insurance because I'm like, well, if I'm going to put everything in one stock, I'm going to have some fucking insurance. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, that's the, the time to do that really. That's, yeah. and then if you can make a little bit of money off of that, uh, that's just more shares. Yeah. If it, if it does, does drop this through this week, then yeah, I get to, I make money off the insurance and get to buy up more shares because my premise has not changed on this bear trap scenario. I got Jen buying more shares this week. She's <laughs> saw her tweeting about that too. <laughs> yeah, bit by it's taken a while, bit by bit, but she's starting to actually enjoy the stock stuff where it was like a chore to listen mm-hmm. to, to to me talk about it before. Well, that's what happens when you start making money on it, right? <laughs> you start seeing the value of that account go up and start getting starts getting addictive. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like playing a video game. Yeah, it is. It is, and and we actually we we added it up today uh, uh, based on deposits, and she is she's handily beating me, by the way. In terms, in terms of all time games, yeah, get my ass kicked. <laughs> well, yeah, she's actually what she's following the advice you you actually gave her. Yeah, she's an investor who follows advice. I'm a trader looking for what what is successful, looking for a fix. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, I've had like I've had my days where it's like, oh my god, I'm up forty five percent today, but you know, over time. She's made a lot more money than me. So what is that? We should probably do a quick review on that strategy, huh? Oh, yeah. Since this is a review special. The the basic investing method that, uh, I mean, everybody knows index funds can do it. But the way I like to do it is what industry do I think is going to be bigger than it is in 10, 20 years than it is today. And I want an ETF in that Mm -hmm. industry. Jen went uh, with uh, marijuana and electric vehicles, and she's just... What were the tickers? YOLO and Hail, H A I L. She's she's got some in uh, in in Arc X uh, as well, right? Uh, but but her main holdings are YOLO and Hail, and they are both handily up higher than when she started. Uh, and and yep. and the idea of being an investor rather than a trader is she doesn't sell her shares; she only acquires more. <laughs> that's it, right? That's that's the magic formula. And you don't stare at it every day. You don't stare at it every day. It's oh, I got some money that I can add to my my hoard, my dragon hoard, my mm-hmm. pile of gold that I lay on. I'll add it in, add some more shares, get the <laughs> get the pile bigger. Nothing speculative, nothing fancy. Just buy, keep buying, keep buying, keep buying. And if it's a you know an industry that's growing and gonna and getting bigger over time, those yep. losses they're the down days they're outweighed by more up days than down ones. That's that's the idea. Long term investing. Everybody, everybody likes loves to see Warren Buffett making so much money, but they really don't want to <laughs> get, get rich right. slow. <laughs> Nobody wants to get rich slow. It's boring as shit. <laughs> it really is. It's so boring. 
So we actually just set up uh, both our daughters with the uh, Weeble accounts, trying to get them into it. Mm-hmm. I know Wesley likes to save. I think she'd probably take to it a little better than the other one, but well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> then what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was just trying to decide if I should give their names out on the yeah. air or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's awesome to get those, uh, get those girls playing and invested mm-hmm. and, and learning while they're young. Cause that's the best time to start, especially that long-term get rich slow Right. Dragon Horde strategy is buy more, put it in there, buy more, put it in there. Well, my hope is that, uh, you know, help them pick some some good investments. Obviously, they want to jump into AMC, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hoping they get addicted to seeing that number when that number starts going up and they start realizing, like, Whoa, hey, wait a minute, make more money doing this long-term than I can at a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you learn the right skills. It, 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 you can make it your job, for sure. For sure. I don't mean I don't mean that. I just mean you know, it's better than putting your money in a, a savings account is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Certainly. Certainly. Like, oh, I put it in here and it goes up. <laughs> if I leave it in my account, it goes down. <laughs> or it does nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're about to hit that inflation party here pretty soon. I don't think yeah. we're gonna avoid it. No. Uh, actually this morning I was thinking I'm like, we're on an epic bull run, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't call it the roaring twenties, but you might call it the roaring teens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah are you uh are you thinking about 1929 again i am i am <laughs> uh, well every bubble fucking bursts tech real estate yeah eventually i just wonder if if the when the inflation really when we start to really feel the effects because it's they can't save it off forever they cannot save it off forever do you think we're in a bubble or because we do see periods of you know corrections yeah that that tends to make me think it's a little less bubble like. It doesn't have that just exponential run up and don't look down. Those are the ones that I'm scared of. Yeah, which is why I've been so excited about the way AMC's been moving because it'll jump and then it'll consolidate, then it'll jump right. and consolidate each time. It's building support and a new base before it takes off again. It's 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 true. It's true. AMC's been showing some really higher highs, higher lows. Right. No, I just I just wonder. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm no professional, but I do wonder uh, when the market shifts into a bear cycle. That's all. Mm-hmm. I thought the pandemic was going to do it, but then they stimulus uh, they stimulus us out of it. They printed us out. <laughs> <laughs> they printed us out. Which okay, but did that just that did that just delay it? You know. Um, I don't know. Delay the pain for when the pandemic's not over. Me neither. I'm I'm just thinking out loud. Do you have Hans's number? (laughs) Dr. Hans, talk us off the ledge. We think the economy's gonna crash. (laughs) No, uh you but you're 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 absolutely right on on AMC. We're watching that trend just just stay steady up Mm -hmm. and and I think, you know, it's it's it might have done enough for a pullback. That's why I bought some insurance. But I don't think it's going down to 12. You know, I don't think it's breaking. I actually, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to break 15. It might break 19. But 1920 is going to be the new floor. Right. So odds are, that's, you know, why I made yeah. my, my bet last week to stay at AMC. I think odds are it uh, it doesn't crash through the $20 floor and it goes back up and ends the week over 26. And that might mm-hmm. not even do, it might not even have the pullback for another few Excuse me, a few days. It might, it might make it, make it up to right. thirty five, forty, and then pull back down to thirty. At this point, I mean, because we're in such uncharted mm-hmm. territories with the stock, the stock's never really been here before, or at least not in a long, long mm-hmm. time. I think what the the key resistance points now are just going to be those nice, even round numbers. Every time we hit like thirty five, forty, forty five, fifty, fifty mm-hmm. will be a big mm-hmm. one. I think hundred dollars will be a huge one. Yes, all those nice, even round numbers become the new 
points of resistance just because they're more psychological barriers than right right than anything technical that we have to look at yeah human beings like round numbers and these are human beings trading these securities right well maybe some of them are getting robot traded but for the most part it's human beings (laughs) right i hope so (laughs) you know when we were uh reading through uh our episode stuff before this the show uh it struck me Mm -hmm. that we have we have been talking about the sec a lot this month oh really yeah kind of Got away from that a little bit, it feels like then. Was that, all, was that all this month? That was all this month. We had some SEC hearings. Like, we started the month with SEC hearings on GameStop. Yeah. If you recall, another round of that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was so pissed <laughs> off. We need to protect retail from themselves. They don't know. We can't give them money. They don't know how to use it. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's that fucking meme I heard that made me laugh? Uh, was it give a rich man a hundred dollars and he'll invest it wisely and and double it in a couple of years? Give a poor man a hundred dollars and he'll hey wait a minute you weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> I can't give a poor man a hundred dollars. <laughs> no, the because they'll put it in the AMC yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and bankrupt the financial system. Hey, wait, wait, stop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Jen, Jen was actually asking me yesterday. She's like, "What does ape mean? Like, where did the the term ape come from?" I just saw this today, if you want me to explain it for you. I would love it. I'd love you to. Yes. Yes, please. So it's basically just referencing the the way mainstream media treats the the Wall Street and retail investors. They basically consider them dumb money. Yeah. So it's kind of them just wearing it, turning it around and wearing it as a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm just a dumb ape. I don't know anything about investing, but ah, look at me kicking your ass. That, that That is what I told her. I was like, I don't know where it originated, but I know it's diminutive and worn like a badge of honor. Like, yeah, I'm a dumb ape. Mm-hmm. Look at me putting my money in where you tell me I'm not supposed to. And that's really, to me, right. the, 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 the tribal aspect of being an ape in the AMC army. That's part of the inoculation from the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Uh-huh. Just just saying like, well, I'm a dumb ape. Like you tell, tell me all this bad stuff of why I shouldn't do this. But you know what? I'm not going to listen because I'm just a dumb ape and I believe this other premise and I'm just going to keep believing it. There's a lot of really fucking smart retail investors oh, out yeah. there and they'll post their DD, their deep dives and analysis mm-hmm. and you read through it and you're like, fuck, he makes some great points. Yeah. More so than fucking Richard Lightshed and his one cent premise on AMC. I think that, yeah, that might be a good time to bring up. There, I, I came across a, a couple of... Did I call him light shit again? Hang on. Richard Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Apologies, Mr. Green shit. <laughs> Didn't mean to offend you. Baby shit. <laughs> I, I think I, I got to find it on the, the Discord. Um, I found some, some pieces of uh, fear, uncertainty, doubt that uh, that I found entertaining. Motley Fool. Yeah. Motley Fool came out with an article saying, uh, the, the, well, I'll just read the headline, capitulating to retail investors cost AMC billions. Instead of saving AMC, right. its army of retail investors may have doomed the company. So the Motley Fool put out an article that was like, AMC, they they sold those shares, those 48 million shares, and they only raised this much money and only raised enough money to get them through the end of 2022. And that's not enough. And because these retail investors <laughs> own it, and aren't letting them issue new shares now that this price is going up, AMC's losing out on all this money they would have made from sh- selling shares to, to new investors. Right. It's like, that's that's kind of a hollow premise. That really, it ignores the fact that the price well, uh, is going up because people are holding and there's no sh- new share issuance. I'm pretty sure Motley Fool has some kind of partnership or deal with, uh, I think it was Citadel or one of those companies. Of course they do. Also interesting uh, thing I saw today was that Citadel sold uh, or filed SEC filings to 
uh, as part of liquidating like $28 billion worth of securities. Ooh, maybe they're getting getting primed to exit a position. Or maybe they're trying to not get margin called. Oh, yeah, that's that's the incredible, incredible thing about the bear trap. That, uh, another thing I, I have up on the Discord that, from, from Forbes, that nice little chart about the stock price and the number of shares shorted. And mm-hmm. you look at uh, uh, all the way through May, it just keeps going up. Like there's, they're not exiting these short <laughs> positions at all, right? And the price is is now, as we know, going up and going up. So it's going to get pricier. But they're convinced that they don't. I don't think they understand the tribal aspect to the retail investing right now. That social media, they call them meme stocks, but I really, to me, social media has fueled uh, uh, this 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 tribal group thing. Where people are, where the sharing the ideas and then banding together, and we're all going to buy and hold. And and their game, the hedge funds short game, only works if the people holding panic and sell. Right, but they had to have learned their lesson on GameStop. <laughs> I really don't think they did, man. I really don't. Uh, I know I'm 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 just some guy, and and I'm definitely not a financial advisor. But uh, I have I do make it a goal to study humans and people. And, and I love sociology and I love psychology and God damn it. I do not think these motherfuckers learned a goddamn lesson. I think they got angry and then, and it's, it's clouding all of their judgment. And they think they're just no better. They think they're just a bunch of dumb apes. They do think that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, watching somebody go on the news or like CNBC or MSN, one of those, whatever those, you know, business ones mm-hmm. are jumping on there and complaining about this is not. The technicals don't support this price. Like, stop saying that. This has nothing to do with technicals at this point. There's one technical point that matters. That's short interest. (laughs) (laughs) Short interest and upward price movement. Mm. (laughs) That's the technicals that matter. The magic ingredients. (laughs) (laughs) And we keep doing our part. They keep doing their part. Like, you get get to realize the squeeze is happening because... It doesn't cost anything to hold the shares, but the people selling short have to pay that interest rate. Right. Well, what I'm saying is is both sides have a part to play in this dance. If if hedge Mm -hmm. funds... Like, if I was looking at the chart of short interest, and if it had started going down in in May, (laughs) you know, I I might be like, oh, wow, okay, at least they're trying not to get it squeezed. No, that's not the case. Right. They're right. We're wrong. So they're not going to change what they're doing. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, if you keep shorting it, we'll keep buying and holding it. And it's inevitable yeah. that that will come to a head. There is no avoiding that. Yes. And that's, oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that I'm on this side of the game for this AMC squeeze. <laughs> Should be getting our proxy material here soon. Oh, yeah, I get to vote. For the vote. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw some other fear, uncertainty, doubt that came out that was like, and Adam Aaron is a secret Wall Street shill and piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Saw that, too. Like, no, just get the fuck out of here. And it was like, look, they changed they changed the rules to make it so you only needed this percentage of shareholders to show up to make a quorum. I'm like, yeah, because they've never had fucking four million shareholders before. <laughs> like, they have to change that rule or they'll never get a quorum. <laughs> Like, right <laughs> like come on people like, put some thought into your fear uncertainty doubt and try, you're gonna fool me try a little harder yeah and it was like ignoring all of his turnaround successes and just saying like like right oh he became the board of he, he got on the board of directors of this spac that uh is is that uh fucking um citadel just invested in 
Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh no. Citadel, the, the investing company that buys but, stocks, bought stock in a company that he's the, he's on the board for gasp, shock, never a hedge fund <laughs> buying a stock. You've got to be kidding me. Cause you know, these, these executives, they're not on just one company. Right. They're on the boards of other companies, yeah. like oh, yeah. usually several at a time. Yeah. That's how it works. I don't think, I think he responded to that on Twitter too. I think his response is pretty clear. I have no idea what Citadel invests yeah, in. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and to think that like somehow Citadel investing in his SPAC like is some sort of kickback to him, <laughs> right? <laughs> Being on the board, they're like, "Oh, Citadel bought those shares." Well, guess you get your bonus today, Mister Aaron. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no. Uh, how many shares of AMC does Aaron own? I, I don't know. Probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. millions. I think uh, I think he'd make a lot more if this company did. Or the stock did squeeze, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so there you have it. We we did a a nice long AMC episode. We're still all jazzed and ready to talk about it. Still talking about it a lot. <laughs> uh, still talking about it a lot. But that's what happened with GME because it's what's happening. I mean, it's it's a yeah. when when this squeeze happens, it's gonna dominoes are gonna start falling. Yep. We'll, we'll see. See if I manage to to play it right. That's that's my goal. Let's just try to play it right. Not be you scared. So Tommy Dan, did you manage to learn anything this month? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh I think most of my learning has been come from the Trade Pro Academy courses. Mm-hmm. With uh and I, I guess I can break down a little bit of it here. I, since Vico's so op- open with it and I'm watching their videos online that get posted, I'm like, okay, these aren't like secrets that they're like, don't tell anybody. Right. The 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 basics really do come down to trends, bear trend, mm-hmm. bull trend and consolidation those are your three you can you wherever the price is right now you can put it in one of those three categories what's happening now uh uh different obviously different time frames you look at it like oh for the year it's on a bullish trend but for the month it's on a bearish right the trends Mm -hmm. you know depending on what what time frame you're looking at you're you're looking at a different chart you're looking for different trends but markets tend to be fractal uh prices tend to be fractal in terms of uh like the is that why everybody uses that Fibonacci retracement levels? Yes. Okay. The basics are pretty easy. Like bull, bull market, higher highs, higher lows, bear market, lower lows, lower highs, consolidation, mm-hmm. even highs, even lows. Just kind of bounce, bouncing around in one of those boxes. Make, making those, those Darvis boxes, baby. My, <laughs> Darvis's mm-hmm. term, the trade pro never brings that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten through it all. <laughs> But uh, at one point, George says he makes more money off consolidation phases than any other because you know where the top is and you know where the bottom is. That makes so much sense, too. <laughs> yeah, glorious. Like, oh, it's trading in this box. Okay, sell at the top, buy at the bottom. <laughs> this is actually, my first thought when I was reading through the, the Darvis books that you mm-hmm. sent me uh, back when we first started uh, experimenting in the markets, it's more of the short-term type strategies. Right. You found the box. Why aren't you trading the box? <laughs> I was like, wait, if you know it's bouncing between here and here, why don't you just buy it when it's here and then sell it when it's here and just keep trading it inside that mm-hmm. box? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you apparently you can. <laughs> yep. And then uh, they, they they have some great stuff. Uh, it's a lot of good visuals, so it's really worth the videos uh, on on the initial, uh, you know, you, you've got the, I guess, there are different terms for it. I'm trying to remember right now. I think maybe called a continuation. Or, but basically the big green up run. And then it's going to have a pullback mm-hmm. and then consolidation. That's the basic pattern 
own own a bear or own a bull. And the basic pattern on a bear is mm-hmm. it's got its pull down, it's got its fall down, then it's got its bounce up, and then its consolidation. Talk about uh, another thing like Elliott Wave analysis that just helps you get used to looking mm-hmm. at the price in terms of uh, uh, those those patterns. You know, identify, identifying right. and helping you identify the levels of like okay, here's here's to that top, here's that bottom. And draw those lines. And that's what Vico's doing. He's he's looking at those those trends and he's drawing those lines and he's giving you those levels and tweeting them out. Damn it, I want to do this program. Yeah, I know you do, man. I told you the other day. I was like, Kyle, you gotta do this shit. This is like the keys to the kingdom. Like, oh, did you want a professional banking investing trader guy to walk you through all the knowledge you need? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, g- give me those videos. Yeah, and and you know, and I'm not even. I, I'm, I'm almost halfway through the fundamentals and you know, I haven't even gotten right. to like candlestick patterns. I've definitely, that's a big shift to me. I, I, I've never mm-hmm. used the candlesticks. And now if I'm looking at a, a price chart, it's all I want to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, go ahead, give me the candles, right. give me the candles. Yeah. Get, get this, get this stupid line out. <laughs> that doesn't tell the story. Candles <laughs> tell the story. You got your. Oh Yeah. I made the switch to that a while ago. Yeah, I love candles. Candles, they tell you, if you're looking at the candle, if you immediately green, it was an up day, red, it was a down day, or period. You know, down five minutes, up five mm-hmm. minutes, whatever period you've set your candles at to show on the chart. Uh, but each candle, yeah, it gives you that information of where the, the bottom of the candle on a green candle is where it opened and the top is where it closed. And then the point, the pointy yep. parts up and down are, are the highs and lows. The wicks. The wicks show you how high it got yep. it didn't close that interval but it got that high or that low and if the candle's red mm-hmm. it started at the top of the candle that's the open and it closes the bottom of the red part of the candle and then the wicks are the same the highs and lows so you get like a lot of information from one candle you know and, and yep. it really starts to tell the story and in fact i was telling kyle uh i was telling you kyle if you remember i was telling you mm-hmm. if if i had if i had gotten through that one part before friday i would have sold right. my options when the price had bounced back up over 30 because it was failing to make new highs and it was it was failing to make higher lows like it turned the pattern yeah. for the day had turned and and I would have been a lot more confident and like oh okay this is this is going to trend downward for a while I should probably get out right now because my options expire today right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> would have kept, kept a little bit more of those gains i mean i still made money on the fucking options but it would have made a lot more as we all know right <laughs> than that price was yeah, at, at one point, God, at one point on Friday morning, I was looking at my portfolio going, this is unbelievable. I, I, who gave me the cheat codes? How does this happen? Everything's so green and so up. Oh, my God. I know. AMC's so at $36 money. a share. I've never had this much money in any account. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> but that's what it felt like. It's probably close. Yeah. Well, no, I, you know, I sold that house in 2005 and, and oh, right that's before right. Yeah, the yeah, housing yeah. bubble popped and, and I made a mint on that. Oh, that was, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, this comes in second, but I didn't sell when it was that high. Right. I'm, you know, I'm not, not ready. It's not done squeezing. <laughs> no, no. Until they actually uh, start covering. Yeah. So I feel like uh, Trade Pro this month has really opened the door, opened my eyes uh, to, to solid technical analysis where I'm not so worried about what the company is doing. I'm worried about how the price is behaving. And uh, that analysis is, is helping inform me and lead me to a place where I can, I can open a chart. and I, I now feel secure and comfortable in, in describing what's happening and, and making mm-hmm. 
solid uh, analysis and like, look, like OGI today. Um, you know, I talked Jen into joining me on OGI, and this week it just became uh, profitable for her because uh, because right. when when she entered it it was like at three, and then now and then it dipped right down and was like hovering around two fifty, and and then it turned yeah. that bear trend around, and you can actually see when you look on the candlestick chart, you look at the three and six month, you can see how like look look how the story of these red and green candles now it's gone green and yeah it's up three sixteen now and I'm like wow man. Mm-hmm. I wasn't all in on AMC. Uh, I'd be really happy about my right. OGI right now. It's <laughs> it's turned around. It looks like it's forming a new bull trend. It could just be, uh, you know, moving up and consolidating a little bit, but uh, could be, you know, choppy. I, I don't know. But uh, really, really, to me, my analysis, like, look, oh, OGI, it broke its it broke its spell. It's turned around. Let's go, go, go. Uh, I love it. Can't can't recommend enough. And I can't wait to talk to Sarah about order flow because that's another piece to the puzzle. I know. I'm looking forward to that, too. I just won uh, 12 months of level two on my Weeble account, so I'm really excited to start watching AMC again. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, everybody. Kyle got eighth place in the fucking Weeble paper trade competition with over 10,000 competitors. Uh, Yeah, got a whole $4.58 out of it. Yes. (laughs) So that means... For the week, your stock trades had you up forty five percent. Yeah, and I just buy and hold in that account. I don't try to like day trade or anything. I just uh, these are the stocks I like for the week. I buy them as soon as the market opens Monday, and then just hold them. So hold on. So so and and I actually don't know this. This is I'm finding this out live on air. Let me guess. You held AMC. Yep. SP SPCE. Yep. BB. Nope. Oh. Bed Bath and Beyond. BBBY. And. Saber, S A B R. Okay. Wow. Had a hell of a week. And you actually owned all those positions, didn't you? I think I do. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good week. Yeah. Good month. All right. Good May. <laughs> can't, can't wait to end June on it. And- I hope, hopefully, June's even better. Aren't you supposed to sell in May and go away? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of those nursery <laughs> stock rhymes that investing parents teach their children from the cradle. That's the way it used to be because everyone would take a summer vacation. So everyone would pull their money out of the market so they didn't have any risk while they weren't watching. So there's always a huge capital outflow in May. Oh, shit. Back back before the, the war on summer happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, hey, Kyle, what did you learn this month? I... Tried out some couple new different strategies on uh, like some profitable options uh, plays, mm-hmm. and I was really liking them. Uh, I did this with AMC like uh, a couple weeks ago. Basically, uh, I bought a bunch of uh, calls on it. I'd bought a bunch of nine fifteen calls like the week before, and those had done pretty well. I sold three mm-hmm. of them off to pay for all the the premiums I spent and make good money on on that kept one contract to exercise just to add to my position. But the next time, the next week, I bought a bunch of 1050 calls and sold off a couple of them. And I kept one to experiment with and I ended up selling a 1450 call on it. This was back when it was just hitting that mark, not really wanting to go above that. I was able to sell that call for the same premium. Basically, I paid or not even, no, for even more. Let's see. I, I bought the calls for $1.18. I sold that 1450 call for $2. So I basically paid for my trade by selling a, another call. Oh, nice. And then figuring that if both of them exercise, because if, if I was just to sell it at 1450 when it was trading there, like just, just sell it and, and be done with it, I'd basically be looking at like a $400 gain, right? But by doing that, I was yeah. able to increase my gains by about 50%. Oh, 
and still protect myself in case it went down. If it went down, I still made some money, right? Yeah. So I was really liking that. And then I did it on, on hardcore mode, basically, when I was trading Virgin Galactic uh, right before the right before the uh, what was it the test flight. I picked up those $19 calls that expired on the 28th uh, for yeah. $2.20 a contract. I only got two of them because I was trading on margin, basically. I didn't want to risk <laughs> deepening mm-hmm. that hole. But, I mean, just on the premiums I made on those, let's see. Premiums ended up totaling three dollars and forty one cents. Wow! And that was all by selling calls when it was running up, and then when it would do that pullback, when it would consolidate, then I'd just uh, buy mm-hmm. them back at half the price, and then wait for the next rip up, do it again. I did that three or four times, and then was able to finally sell those calls for massive, massive profits. Well done, sir. So yeah, I think uh, that's one of the the things I want to try instead of because it seems silly to just sell it, right? Like, why would I just sell? I've already got this one. We already know how fun cover calls are. Mm-hmm. Unless I think the bottom's going to drop out. And even if the bottom does, I mean, might as well just sell another one and just, I just sell, buy it back. And then I can just sell calls all the way down. As long as it's moving a lot, it's a lot of IV that gets priced into it. That makes those premiums even more expensive. So being able to sell contracts by having, but having it hedged with another contract that I already own. Right. Takes the risk out. Uh, just seems like, man, there's a whole new, there's a whole new world there. now it seems like, like, man, you can, seems like you can really make a lot of money just trading the, the volatility off of this is what Richard Friesen likes to do. Right. Right. That's how he made a, made a living. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be looking to do more of that in the future. Uh, I've got the position, some calls that I picked up $10 calls on uh, BlackBerry that uh, expired 618 that I'll probably be trying to do something similar with. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I did that with, with AMC. I sold the one call. And my first thought was like, oh, well, it'll, it won't go over 28. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to waste the money of buying it back. I will just, you know, do it the wrong way. And now I'll buy the 23. Right. That way, if it, if it gets exercised, I don't, you know, I'm, I just exercise the one at 23 and I still make the 500 bucks. But then it started moving up so fast. I was like, what am I doing? Buy it back and buy more at 23. <laughs> I wish I was paying closer attention to AMC because I did have a $20 call that I could have sold a, I could have made a $300 selling like a $30 call when it was, mm-hmm. when it, the support was starting to show there when it was looking like it wasn't, it was pretty much going to reverse trend. Damn it. But you know, can't win them all, I guess. Right. No, no, you can't win them all, but you, you look like, look like you're trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you got to try at least. So really the ability and knowledge on on selling the calls and puts and buying the calls and puts and knowing when to do it when you're when you're making creating risk because a lot of what you described to me was actually pretty low risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were hedged at that point. the The riskiest part yeah. was buying the the naked calls to to start mm-hmm. out. But if you you know, I like to pick, I like to buy the calls on stuff that I think has a near term catalyst coming up, and then seeing mm-hmm. if that does end up playing true like with space i'm expecting another near-term catalyst and another test flight we, we talked kind of in depth with that before the the interview from michael colglazer i think his name was uh-huh. uh it sounded like they might be having something here in june in order to fit the timeline that they just put out in that interview so yeah i might be able to do it again basically yeah yeah they have another great successful test flight that that stock's gonna pop and it's already i mean it's heavily shorted as well so it's it's getting that sympathy push uh, from AMC and GME as those ones go, you know, all these other heavily shorted stocks go with it, which is the reason why I made the bet on, you know, BlackBerry. And and I think that with, with a lot of these, uh, these, these stocks that are rising in sympathy, uh, I actually saw a thing, a guy online was like, I don't like the term meme stock. Like, yeah, 
AMC's got how many fucking theaters and 40,000 employees? Like, right. that's not a meme company. You don't go to your meme work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you could consider it derogatory, yeah. But it's it's easy shorthand. Yeah. It's easy shorthand to say meme stock, and we all know, oh, GME, AMC, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond, Virgin Galactic, Nokia. When they call it a meme stock, that means that people are going to lose interest in it fast, is what the insinuation uh, is, right? Because that's what a meme is. A yeah. meme is something that explodes in popularity, and then suddenly people forget about it You know, a week or two later. Mm-hmm. Uh, people haven't mm-hmm. forgotten. Uh, on GameStop. <laughs> no, they have not. Sure have not forgotten, not AMC. <laughs> but uh, w- 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 what we're able to see is maybe not the mother of all squeezes, but like, especially one of the reasons when they ra- start rising in sympathy, they all start gamma squeezing. Mm-hmm. Like, they go up because market makers are hedging the their bets. Right. They've got a, it's going up, so they got to buy more to, to, keep, to keep their hedge even. To keep Delta neutral. Yeah, to stay Delta neutral. I think we see that a lot more often than I realized. Right. <laughs> a year ago when, when I first heard the term gamma squeeze. And the other thing with that too to watch is uh, when those options are getting closer to expiration, I think maybe that's why you start to see the deflation on those on Fridays when the, the all those weekly calls mm-hmm. are expiring because how many people are actually exercising them? Yeah. You know, once you sell and close out that contract, then they don't have to hold those shares anymore. In fact, they need to get rid of them. Yeah. Which is partly why another reason why I like the selling a call against a, against one that I'm holding. Because if I do it that way, then I'm forcing them to hold on to those shares. Mm. If I can sell an in an in the money call that I'm hoping expires in the money as well. So they can't loan your shares if you have a covered call on it? No, I'm saying that the shares that they use to hedge their position from the contracts that they sold me. Oh. If I tie up and keep that, if I make it to where I have to exercise that contract, but then also have another contract that I'm using to basically fulfill that obligation, basically a spread. They've got to hold those shares. Right. But that, between the, the sold and the bought calls, there's 100 shares for each pair. Right. And they have to make sure those, oh, okay, okay. That's kind of my thought process, and I'm not sure if that's the way it works or not, but uh, I'll probably do a little more research into that. It's at least mm-hmm. one way to force something to have to change hands, make them go locate. And for anybody out there who's just got started playing options, I came across a a tale on Reddit this morning where a gentleman had bought puts that expired extremely in the money, Mm -hmm. but he did not have the capital to buy the shares. To exercise? To exercise. Like he would have had to buy the shares to, to exercise the puts? No, wait, to exercise the puts, he should be short selling the shares. He'd have to buy the shares to. He, he, he bought naked puts, yeah. which would allow him to sell his shares at a, at a strike price, right. but he didn't have the shares. Right. Well, it should just open up a short position if it expires in the money, because I've actually let that happen to just to, to see. You end up showing a negative hundred shares. Right. On his, his brokerage, just let them expire. He didn't sell them. He didn't have the margin or the cash. It's the margin is the problem. In order to short sell, you have to have a margin about, or yeah, you have to have enough margin in order to actually exercise that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have the margin, so it went from being him and his his thoughts were like, oh, it'll keep going down after the market closes, so I'll make even more money. <laughs> but that was not the case, and so he could have sold them while they were worth something, right? But instead, so so that you do have to be careful if you're playing. With puts and calls, you have to understand what they are and how they're covered. We've talked about that a long time ago, but that was one of the things mm-hmm. I was speculating about the 
why the cost of contracts or options contracts on the day of expiration are not at like the true stock price. The intr- true intrinsic value. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think people are underbidding them trying to get those people that have no choice, but to close out. Like, yeah, you don't have the margin to exercise those yeah. options. So you got to sell them to me and you know? I'm taking them at a guaranteed profit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Kyle, is there anything else you wanted to go over? No, nah, I think we, I think we hit most of it. All right, then I guess we need to find out what your choice is. Are you going with a dirty car or are you going with Jersey Shore? Oh, we're still doing that? As much as I like the dirty car idea. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it is quite, I don't know, fitting. Uh, nice circle yeah. of a story. It's There's justice. Yeah. It's true justice. True revenge. I think it would be a lot more a lot more entertaining to everybody else if I was forced to watch four episodes of Jersey Shore and basically give you a report. <laughs> report on them? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, you know, I win either way. Yeah. So. <laughs> so when do you need your report? And is that something we're doing on the episodes? Like, do I have to do that as part of show updates? I mean, I don't want to be the stickler. I don't know. Maybe maybe people do want to hear about it on the show. I was thinking, <laughs> because I was just posting, posting. I, okay, yeah, because I had to post photos to the Discord. Yeah. Uh, when you watch the show, you have to post when, as soon as you're done, you have to post your review of what happened. Okay. Um, and, and then each, each episode, it doesn't matter when you do it. Each, each time we record an episode, we'll, I'll, I'll ask you about it. Okay. We can talk about it. <laughs> Probably don't need to dedicate a whole segment to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Going over the review in the Jersey shore today in the China shop. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Audience would leave us so fast if that was the yeah. case. <laughs> I know you came here for the stocks, but first, here's some Jersey Shore. Let's tell you about Snookies or whatever. Yeah, and Mike's abs. Who's Mike? Whatever his name is. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks for joining us in the month in review. We hope uh, managed to recap some stuff. Maybe put some new thoughts in your brain. Give you some new new food for thought. Maybe maybe you missed something. You're like, oh wow, I didn't hear Vico kick ass or Doctor Hans. You want to go back and listen to it. We invite you to do so. Uh, we just love you so much. We're glad you're here. Glad you came. Glad you made it to the end. But it is the end. We'll be back at you soon. But for now, kicking you all out and shutting those doors. <laughs> all right, folks. Happy trades. Uh, Kyle, any, any parting thoughts? Parting wisdom? Nope. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.